0: Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin Acey, Padres Beat Writer. I'm in Atlanta. My boss, Jay Posner, in San Diego. Jay, did you see that glitch there? I'm glad I wasn't doing like, you know, still doing my makeup and everything uh, during the intro.
1: Uh, I know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. I I, I haven't been, I, I have to admit, I'm not feeling great today. And I thought maybe I was having some sort of hallucination there <laughs> when, uh, during that, except I haven't taken anything stronger than Tylenol, so it shouldn't be. Let
0: me tell you that you are that. not going hallucinating that Robinson Cano is going to be uh-huh. a Padre. How about that, huh? I Tell
1: me your that. thoughts before we get into the nitty-gritty. Well, I thought that was the nitty-gritty. <laughs> was Robinson um, Cano. So but what I want to know is, does Don Orsillo get to get to borrow, or Jesse Agler get to borrow John Sterling's famous home run call for Robinson Cano, where he throws in a don't-you-know at the end just because that's what John Sterling does. So anyway, I don't know. I mean, my first thought was, really? And that was probably my second and third thought. My forethought is more—I don't know. I guess it can't hurt if you look at it at this point. It's not like they're teaming with with hitters. Cano hasn't been good. Boy didn't play for a year, and but I guess he was good in winter ball. He was good in spring training. He was not good in April uh, with the Mets, so they let him go, even though it's they're still paying his salary. Seems like a sort of a no, very low situation very low risk for the Padres at this point. I mean, if he comes sure. in and he, gets a, and he gets a few hits, hey, great. I mean, he can play first or second, but, you know, primarily second. He can DH. You know, you can always play him at second and Cronenworth at short against right-handed hitters, or right-handed pitchers, I mean, which the Padres will see twice in this series. It gives them, as you've written, a left-handed bat off the bench. And, you know, if, if we go a couple weeks or whatever it is, a month, and – and he's the second coming of Matt Beatty, and then Tatis comes back, then, you know, you let him go, and it didn't cost you anything. I guess that's how I look at it. hes I, I don't know that he's taking it bats away from anybody who deserves them at this point is kind of the may, maybe the best way. And to there's the it.
0: point. If, if people deserve them, then they won't. If he deserves them, then yeah. he will get them. Uh, yeah. Look, very often these, would you say it can't hurt, so let's call it a can't hurt deal. Uh, very often these can't <laughs> hurt deals don't work out, right? Okay, um, sure. and then other times they do, and and honestly, it's like a no cost or virtually no cost no brainer um, right now. Like, okay, uh, they I didn't look it up. I'm very disappointed in myself now. But whatever that was, a five ten OPS or whatever he had in those forty something plate appearances, I, I don't think that would have been last on the Padres at the end uh, of April. Of so April, right. <laughs> there's there's I'm, one I'm thing. Sure. Um, Who knows? Uh, I'm sure the Padres know more than they're letting on. But but one person speculated, hey, maybe it was a slow start and we got a few of those. So, uh, you know, maybe that was some sort of analysis uh, based on what he did in the uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, The Mets had a a a roster crunch, so to speak, and they let go of Robinson Cano. He wasn't going to get playing time or else other guys who are playing better were not going to get playing time. And now here he is. He's a Padre. A little bit like Will Myers being in the lineup, right? Like maybe I'm stretching here. But but look, when Will Myers comes up, that's better. That's someone the that opponents fear more than, say, Jose Azokar right now. Uh, now, right. Will Myers needs to hit. That's, I'm just saying, like, to get him yeah. back in the lineup, that was a boost for the Padres. They have a left-handed bat on the bench, a guy who has done a lot of damage in his career. It doesn't hurt to have that late in a game. It, you know, maybe it affects some sort of move. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I bet you we get to start here in the next couple of days. Obviously not today, um, but, but in the next couple of days because that's how the Padres operate. Even though uh, Bob Melvin isn't managing – uh, his protege is, and Bob Melvin has a lot of say uh, about what's going on with the team right now. So uh, probably get him in there and, and get to see, uh, you know, what what he can do. And that that's basically what the move is. the The best part of the move is it's a big name, or the most intriguing yeah, part. It, I should is it's a big name. Yeah, and I, this is basically I Sergio it, Alcantara, who's been to eight All Star games. That's what it is.
1: I was going to say. I mean, I, I just think you you have to look at who is he replacing. Uh, yeah. You know, and he's replacing. C.J. Abrams, who's certainly shown this week that he might be a little too good for AAA, um, but it'll be good for him to be down there. Uh, three home runs already for El Paso. be good for Abrams to get regular playing time, and I'm sure we'll see him again this year. But I, I think, you know, there's just not much else at this point, and I, I'm sure it's kind of a, hey, what the hell, why not take a shot? And as I said, if it if it works out, great, and if it doesn't, you know, was Sergio Alcantara going to be that much better? I don't know. So Cano's done damage in the past. The chances of it working out probably aren't great, but maybe he gets a hit or two here that wins a game or two. And at the end of the year, we say, wow, remember that one game in, in May that Cano got a big hit and they won? So maybe it's maybe that one game makes a difference. Maybe he strikes out six times in a row and it and it doesn't. But I think at this point where the Padres are from a roster standpoint, it doesn't really it it's not anything that you can say wow what are they doing this is going to screw everything up because their offense is already screwed up so maybe he comes you, in and and fixes it a little bit
0: you use guys properly and a very capable player like Robinson Cano can help your team in some way. Do the Dodgers regret signing Albert Pujols last year? Um, right. No, absolutely yeah, a, not. They batted him yeah. against who they were supposed to bat him against, and and he and he hit some balls because he's an incredible ball player. And I'm I'm not saying that he's that Robinson Cano is Albert Pujols, but the guy had uh, six top ten MVP finishes. Uh, so you know, yeah, uh, I mean, it's a heck of a Robinson- ball player.
1: No, he was a very, very good baseball player. I'm sure he's not a very good player anymore. But the Padres don't need him to be very good. They just need him to be halfway decent occasionally. And remember
0: when the Padres used fr- to sign guys like this, and he was going to start yeah. every day?
1: So that's he's, not right. what this I is. Mean, if, if Cano ends up, you know, batting like in a couple of weeks, if he's in a key situation with Josh Hader on the mound, I'm not sure that's exactly using him properly. Uh, but if he's batting against a right-handed pitcher, you know, at that point in the game, then, you know, maybe he can do some damage. The same thing, as you mentioned, I I sort of like the Pujols analogy, not that he's Pujols, but maybe he can, uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: maybe he can do that. I mean, look, did anybody, we'll segue out of Cano into this. Did anybody expect Luke Voigt to, you know, come in this week and, and, and do what he did. The the first couple games that he was back and hit two home runs uh, on Wednesday and, you know, basically get them back in the game that, the bullpen coughed up, but um, you know, at least we saw, oh, that's what Luke Voigt is supposed to do, you know, when he's here. And, and I'm not going to say that's, you know, going to kickstart him or anything like that, but it's got to at least give him some confidence that, you know, Hey, I do remember how to do this and, and I can, I can hit the ball over the fence and that's what they, uh, you know, and that's what they need.
0: That's a great point. And I'll be honest that, um, I don't check Twitter replies or mentions all that much because you know, for my mental health, it's just a, it's just a smart move for me. But I but I did see some, and I'm I'm positive that there were more out there. Oh, they're activating this guy. What a terrible job, and you know, oh my gosh, he was terrible in AAA. Guy hit two bombs, and and that's what Luke Voit is supposed to do on occasion is uh, is do that. And and sometimes the team knows what they're doing, so. Right, and he
1: may go 0 for 10 with eight strikeouts this weekend. I, I, you know, none of us can predict that. I mean, we said before the Cubs series, look, the Cubs aren't very good right now. Doesn't mean they can't win two or three games against the Padres. the the pirate The Pirates just won two or three against the Dodgers. I doubt that the Dodgers are panicking um, and and believing that they're you know their season's over or anything like that. I mean, this is as we have said so many times through the years. This is what happens in a baseball season, and. You're going to have some ups and downs, and the Padres now. This is an interesting trip, though. You're going to play three against the Braves, who have not been as good as people thought they were going to be. Certainly, they're 15 and 17. Although I did notice their run differential is is minus six. The Padres are 20 and 12. Theirs is plus eight. Not a big difference there. I mean, the Padres have, have obviously won a lot of close games because the Dodgers are 20 and 10, and they're plus 76. Um, but the Braves are 15 and 17. The um, the Phillies, I believe, are just under 500 as well. That's another team was supposed to be pretty good. They they blew a 7-1 lead last night and then still won the game. It's the second time I think they've blown a 7-1 lead this season. Um, The first time they won after doing so. And then, you know, across the country to play the Giants. And, you know, we know what that we know what that's like. The Giants continue to play better than certainly you and I think they will. Or or certainly me, anyway. So, interesting trip. Um, Padres have their, at least on paper, their top three starters lined up to pitch this weekend against the defending world champions. Uh, Hugh Darvish goes tonight. He's been outstanding in every start but one. Sean Menea is tomorrow, who was outstanding and has not been the last three starts, I believe. And Joe Musgrove on Sunday, who's been great all year. So...
0: And and you or uh, you, Darvish's uh, he he faced the Braves. That was uh, on the the final game. The Padres split against uh, the Braves in four games, uh, their first home or their first home stand. Right. Um, and you, Darvish was absolutely phenomenal. I believe it was six and two thirds in uh, in a, in a two one victory. He allowed a, a home run. Um and so that'll be interesting to see what you does, uh, how he mixes it up against uh, the Braves tonight. <laughs> and this this was the start this that was the start after San Francisco and i was among right. the people going okay let's see what's happening here with you right uh you know whatever is he healthy what what's going on and He's really been uh remarkable the way that that guy can go so deep in games uh and limit damage. And I mean, it's it's remarkable. Uh and then of course Musgrove. Manaya like like if that's bad, which yes, right. it's been a drop off, and, and there have been some hard hit balls for sure. Some balls hit a ton, but if if that's bad, because I believe two of those were quality starts, um mm-hmm. you'll take Sean Mania there.
1: That that'll be fine. Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, I'm certainly not pushing for Mania to be uh, to be sent down. I did not think you again, were, no. Anything like that, but I, I, I do think. And then the Braves will counter with Max Fried, who is a reminder of bad traits in the past, um, has been the Braves' best starter again this year. Uh, Charlie Morton tomorrow, the veteran, who has not been good at all this year.
0: And the Padres uh, crushed
1: including him. Including against the Padres in the one start. And then Kyle Wright, who was good against the – Padres and has been good this year. Freed and Ryder, they've been their two best starters um, so far. And we see, uh, I guess it's a good thing for baseball fans, if not necessarily the Padres, but we did not get to see Ronald Acuna Jr. in the series in San Diego. As someone who loves watching great players, I'm happy that he's coming back this weekend or not coming back, that he is back and, and playing and, and looking forward to uh, to watching him to watching him play.
0: Jay, that's a segue. There, you said uh, get to see Acuna. You get to see him. We should remind people if you yes. kind of go out of your way to see him. Not that that's a huge deal, but you. And tonight, anybody can watch on Apple TV, correct? But on Sunday, you have to have a subscription to Peacock.
1: Yeah, for the Apple uh, situation tonight, I believe you. You probably have to register, but you don't yes. have to. But but you don't have to pay. But you you do have to. The games on Friday and Sunday are not are not on Bally Sports San Diego. Uh, even for people outside of San Diego who might watch on MLB TV or or Extra Innings, it's not on there either. Um, I think if you go to MLB TV tonight, they will have a, uh, a button to press that will take you to Apple. But I think you still have to sign up for that's Apple, fun. but you don't have to subscribe. So that's a, it's a free game, but on a different platform. Tomorrow's on regular Bally uh, Sports San Diego. I think it might be on FS1 as well. Um, and then Sunday's game, which is an 8.35 Pacific time start, which I can't recall ever seeing outside of the, Patri- the uh, Patriots, the Red Sox playing on Patriots Day uh, at 8.05 Pacific. I can't recall seeing a, a pre-noon start, but that's what uh, Peacock has for their first few games. And that game is only on Peacock, and it's only if you pay. I don't think they have a free trial, but I I won't swear to that. I I have peacock because of soccer. Um so it's easy for me, but I know for other people it won't be quite as easy. This is all just part of Major League Baseball. I'm I'm not advocating for it or saying it's a good thing cuz it's certainly inconvenient for some fans, but they're trying to make more money. And this is the <laughs> and- way they're doing it. What whether it's the right thing or not and whether it's whether it's going to attract new fans or or tick off more fans than it's going to bring in. I I don't know the answer to it, but you know that's what's going on. It's going to happen one more time when the Padres are in Washington. They are on Peacock also on that uh, on that Sunday. So that's the only way to watch uh, Sunday's game will be uh, will be via Peacock.
0: I tread lightly as someone who goes to every game for free. I, I tread lightly here. I mean, I think I earned my way there, but I but I do get to go for free, so I don't have any right to complain <laughs> about where you have to look for it because I know where to look right for it. Uh, at the ballpark, but. They are trying to get younger people and people are cord cutting. And how mad do you have to be to stop watching baseball because you couldn't go watch uh, one game again? I get it. I do. At first I was, and and I'd really put myself in the place of people. It, It is a pain in the butt, but like a lot of things that are pains in the butt they're not after a while. And so, you know,
1: And we'll see. I mean, I think this is, you know, this is two games this weekend. Like I said, it's one game in Washington. I'm not sure if it's going to happen again. I mean, this is different. A team like the Yankees, I think they're putting like oh 25 God. games on Amazon Prime. Um I can't imagine not having Amazon Prime, but I also know, you know, it's not cheap and there's people who don't have it and it's inconvenient. And you look, you build up you build habits among people. You know, we have known for the last several years when the Padres are on with the rare exception of an ESPN uh or Fox Saturday game, you know where to find the Padres. It's a little bit difficult, a little bit different this weekend, it's just one weekend. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. And um, you know, that's, it's kind of the world we're in right now and we'll see where it goes. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here. And I'll be, I'll be watching tonight with my Apple TV. And And does everybody not have Apple TV? Does everybody not watch Ted Lasso, Kevin? I guess I-
0: You know, uh, yeah, I think uh, <coughs> there are some people that have not had that joy. Uh, and it's worth okay. it. Hey, okay. if you happen to go tonight to watch the Padres, and 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 you end up getting Apple TV, yeah, then there's a bonus. You get to watch Ted Lasso and be a better, happier person. So right, right. Um, um dear, are we going to spend any more time talking about this offense? Um, talking about the bullpen, very disappointing for the Padres. Uh, that you know, it's not Luke Voight's fault they didn't win, right? Like you, they talk about yeah. those games you could look back on and go, remember that Luke Voigt won it with two home runs, uh, but. Luis Garcia, who, you know what, for the two, at least two, and I I don't know what his string of like results has been, but for at least two appearances before that, that ball was moving and people weren't hitting it. And then he got hit hard the other night. And and that's one of the four guys they've been riding down in that bullpen. And so that is, that's a little more disturbing than say, you know, someone else coming in that they haven't been using so much and and getting rocked. Um, But uh, I do think that things are starting to stabilize down there. I, I, I do. And that's an odd time to say it, but that's the thing about baseball. You do all this work and you're like, okay, and here's why. And you talk to people and then Luis Garcia goes out and gets rocked. And now I sound like an idiot, but I'm telling you that overall, you know, including Craig Stammen, what uh, Nabil Crismat is doing, what Robert Suarez has done lately. Right. I do believe the bullpen is stabilizing.
1: Well, I think, I think it's stabilized in the sense of as much as you can count on, what's happened in a previous week or outing going forward, that that's what's going to happen. I mean, right? I think we talked the last time we were together here, Suarez had not been good. And then all of a sudden he was, and he, and he's continued to be good. Uh, Steven Wilson was really good. Then for a couple outings, he wasn't now he's good again. Uh, Luis Garcia has been good. He's been bad. He was, he been good. He was bad again the other day. I still, I, I will say that when any of those guys go out there for the seventh or eighth inning, I'm not sure that this is that they sort of bring on the same confidence that Padre fans are used to seeing late in late in games. I mean, I, I'll date myself, but I, you know, the days of Scott Linebrink and Aki Otsuka and, and even Heath Bell, you know, set up guys, and I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of guys, but they just come to mind. Um, set up guys that you could always count on. That when they came in in the seventh, eighth inning, you thought, "Oh, okay. Well, they're going to get through it. It's going to get to Hoffman in the ninth, or Bell, or Houston Street, or whoever the, you know, Kirby Yates. I mean, any of those guys were going to lock it down." I don't. I would not feel the same confidence right now with these guys coming in in the seventh or eighth inning. It's also, you know, today's May the thirteenth, so it's it's still pretty early in the year, and we'll see, and we'll see what happens, and we'll see what happens. If they can get a couple guys back, I mean, it was disheartening. I think to see Pierce Johnson go on the sixty-day DL. I don't think when he got hurt that no. that was anything the Padres said. Which, of course, we should get used to by now. Anytime a guy goes out, we should just assume he's going to be on the sixty-day DL before too long. But you know, they've lost Austin Adams. They've lost um, they've lost Drew Pomerantz. They've lost Pierce Johnson. I mean, those are three those are three potential seventh, eighth inning guys right there. And uh, I don't think the confidence level in the guys that are out there right now is quite as high.
0: I do want to say this, that um, during the Jace Tingler era, there that was definitely the case. So far, Pierce Johnson has been the only guy where things went differently. And Bob Melvin has been extremely upfront because he understands after 20 years of managing that, you know, talking about an injury does not mean losses. Whereas two things, Jace Tingler knew who he worked for. And, and second, Jace Tingler sort of lived in a world where if it was raining, he... I think it's going to stop the forecast says hundred percent for the next 12 days, but I really think we're going to get this game in. That's who Jay Tingler was. And, and a lot of times we took him literally and that just wasn't the case. And that's where, but yes, anyway, little divergence. I just wanted to make sure whenever I can to point out the differences now that Bob Melvin is, is sort of uh, running the show, so to speak. So uh, anyway, Jay, I, I don't really have anything new because this team keeps winning and losing games in the same way.
1: Right, right. And no, I, I think, we, well,
0: and there's no reason to keep the folks around for any longer.
1: I, I, I would not be disappointed at this point, and I'm sure anybody listening would not be disappointed if we, uh, if we called it off here and, and did not approach the dreaded 30-minute tone today. But uh, we wish everyone a good weekend. I think Monday is an off day, and so we will uh, get together again on Tuesday when you are in Philadelphia. Talk to you later, everybody.